Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome, Damien, to another podcast. Start again. Start again. Start again. We're not starting again. No, we this are. is exactly we the are. reason why no. we're not starting again. This is exactly the reason why. Hello you and should... welcome to another Super Rugby podcast with your host Toby Harris. Oh, that doesn't sound right, does it? It does. <laughs> What's your name? Damien Warren. No. Oh my, I've lost the spot. So uh, there is a vacancy <laughs> for uh, for my job on the Super Rugby podcast with Damien Warren. If anyone would like it, please see. Please send your applications too. <laughs> I, don't oh, I can't believe that, eh? You had I'll one chance. To... You had one chance and you've ruined it. Oh, my God. Right, okay. After that horrific start from you, Damien. Should we start again? This is how you do it. Hi, welcome everyone to the Super Rugby <laughs> no. Podcast with your host, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. Over the weekend, Toby. <laughs> That's how you do it, mate. That's how you do it. Anyway, over the weekend, there has been some... Fantastic game. The, the only game. thing I would say is we really built up the Chiefs and the Haguares game. And no, it I wasn't think you, I think you built it up. You built it up that the Chiefs were gonna win. I did and do I, that, yeah. I thought they were gonna win as well. I would have loved to have seen them win. But once again I got I got it right. You did get it right, yeah. In fact you got every I single got all game right, yeah. correct. But we must not digress no, any longer. Dwell. I always say that, digress. But before we, before we go any further, <laughs> we must plug ourselves because we always forget to plug. Yes. So how do they get hold of us on Twitter? Well, it's a difficult one for me because <laughs> I, I don't use the Twitter. But I believe it is the um, Super Rugby Pod. Yeah, at Super Rugby Pod. At Super Rugby Pod. Our Gmail is the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And the old Facebook? Is uh, Super Rugby Podcast. That's pretty good, eh? Yeah. Anyway, we're going to move on to our listeners' questions, and we've got some fantastic listeners' questions this week. You've got the first one, do you, mate? Yeah, I do. It's from Fernando from Argentina. Well, he's an Argentinian living in the US. Can I just say, that is a fantastic name, Fernando. How how nice does that sound? (laughs) Sounds fantastic. I'm sure he's a wonderful (laughs) guy as well. His question is, my question to you, Submitted before the quarterfinal games, which I think is really important here. Why in the world would Jackson, a former Chiefs player, be put down refereeing the Chiefs quarterfinal game with every other referee in the quarterfinals being neutral with many neutral referees watching on TV? And he even puts down here, you have to feel for Jackson going on Toby's Anna. Analog. It's like being asked who's prettiest, your cheerleader sister or her ugly friend. You know, he is right. Why on earth have they gone for Jackson? I, I've got my views, but what are your types? It, it, it really annoyed me because in that same game, you know, there was the Jaguares, like the Argentinian referee on the sideline. Yes. 
So why didn't they use the other bloke, who I think was Australian, on the other sideline to actually referee? Or just get an Australian to do it? I honest, or a South African? I honestly think they've really had a, had a big talk and they've said... We don't. This year, we're not. We're not going to pick you on where you come from. We're going to pick you on the quality of the refereeing, and they rate Jackson up there and as their top four. Oh, definitely. But you know, it's going to come under criticism every single time. It doesn't matter how good the referee is. It oh, no, doesn't I, matter where I, he's. I, well, I, it matters I, where he's from. I absolutely but, agree. But but I think it is quite a good message to put out there that actually. You know, it doesn't matter where you're from. You're a professional referee. We back you. The problem comes... I don't think the problem comes with this, with their refereeing. I think the problem comes with the people watching... Well, exactly. ...who then question every decision that they make. Exactly. Because just to cut a very long story short with this, we've had numerous emails, yeah. tweets, going both ways. The Chiefs fans weren't happy with his refereeing. The Haguares fans weren't happy no. with his refereeing. Because... I think he's put in a really difficult situation where what it looked like to me... He was not, almost too harsh, wasn't he? Not being a Chiefs player, super fan or yeah. whatever, I thought he was a little bit lenient on the Chiefs in the first half and then mega strict yeah. on them second half to a point where potentially... He, he ruined the game for them almost. Ruined the game <clears> for the Chiefs. But he was a little bit lenient on them in that first yeah. half. That's how I felt. Uh, and I think a lot of other people were mentioning that uh, very strongly the same things. But obviously they weren't looking that, that he was being leaning on their team in the second half or no. the first half. It'll so. be interesting to see what they do with the, the semi-final and the final, but then also the the World Cup. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously Sanzar referees are not affiliated to no, I know. World Rugby. I think World Rugby will be smarter yeah. than that. But I do think there's a good message that goes out. I just think, especially Jackson... I mean, you can't help but think probably when he goes home and he wants to watch some rugby on TV, he probably does support the Chiefs because that's what you would do if you you were a person, wouldn't you? Yeah. And he's probably a passionate guy. Yeah. So therefore, you know, he's deep down probably going to want the Chiefs to win, but he's trying to do a good job. And arguably maybe at halftime, he had a look at the penalty count. He saw the penalty count was in favour of the Chiefs, and he thought, "Crikey, I better, I better knuckle down. I better knuckle down yeah. on this." And and that's not what a referee should do. A referee no. should referee exactly the same from minute zero to minute how whenever it finishes. Normally finishes at eighty minutes, mate. It goes on longer, mate, doesn't it? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> that's why I didn't say eighty. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you've got the next question. I do. Now this one's from Mike from London. Now Mike says, "Hi guys." Many thanks for the podcast. I listened to it while I was training for the London Marathon. Uh, My question to you is, if you had to pick between having brilliant forwards or brilliant backs, which would you go for? Thanks again for the podcast. It really helps when I'm running up hills. We give them a bit of energy, Tony. A bit of motivation. (laughs) I'm going to say here, now I'm going to put it out there that, that I was a back. I know probably looking at me, you may not... Uh... Especially that bloody rubber tie around your waist, mate. <laughs> so, obviously, if you've got a, a forward pack that's giving you enough ball, yeah. having brilliant backs is wonderful, and, and it's probably a massive advantage. Yeah. But you can't get away from the fact that if you have to pick between having a brilliant set of forwards or a brilliant set of backs, and the other one are terrible, yeah. you go forwards every day of the oh, week yeah. and twice oh, on a Sunday. I agree. Twice on Sunday? Twice on a Sunday. Mate, mate. that's Jesus' day, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree, because if you've got poor forwards, you're, n- you're not going to get any ball as backs, but even also, if you're good. But, but, but also, I think the other thing is, you can play a 10-man game. You can literally play yeah. You know, forwards in uh, 8 and 10 and okay, if your ten's not very good, you can still play with eight forts and just keep the ball for keep the whole the game. You know, yeah. you don't actually have to pass it out. I mean, you get bloody knackered. You get knackered, yeah. But, but you, you know, let's be honest. That's how a lot of teams around the world have played for many, many years. Who, who? England. England. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Scotland. I agree. Wales. I mean, they yeah. are changing now. They are. They but are. let's be honest. That's how they've played and they've been successful. You think of about the World Cup winning England team. Right, they had a decent backline, but they never passed the ball out to them. No, they literally went, you know, to Johnny Wilkinson. I think in the semi-final, Johnny Wilkinson kicked every point. 
Every point. Because England couldn't score tries. No, they could score tries. Yeah, but they didn't. But they never passed the ball out no. to them. They never. No. It was embarrassing. You had, you had Jason Robinson, probably oh. the best fullback in his day. Yeah, definitely. You had two good quality wings. You had a good midfield. And literally the ball never went to them. No. So for me, it's definitely, definitely, you've got to go for the forwards. But if you've got a parity, then backs will rip, rip a team apart. And, yeah, and let's be honest, they that's what people want to watch. But if they don't, don't get good ball... Then yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. going to be able to score any tries. But what's your thoughts, mate? I just gave you my thoughts. <laughs> you just basically agreeing with me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. Anyway, we've got one more question from Ryan, and Ryan's been on the show before. Let's have a listen. Hi, guys. So it's Ryan from Loughborough University again. And this question's probably more of a personal one for you two. So I know that obviously, Damien, you support the Crusaders, and Toby, you support the Hurricanes. So my question would be if you could swap one player from each other's teams, who would it be and why? Thanks. Toby, over to you, mate. Yeah. Who would you try and steal from my wonderful Crusaders? You can't steal the coach. I know you'd like to. <laughs> All I, the you know the management side, they're so good. All the facilities are wonderful. <laughs> Who would you pick, mate? I would pick Scott Barrett. Second row, a powerhouse, can tackle, Crusade, can run with Crusader ball. player of the year as well. Exactly. There you go. He's still pretty young. And then you'd have... You'd oh, have I hadn't tri- thought about that, You'd have I? the trifecta, mate. You'd have all Barrett's. You'd have well, all three. Would you, would you swap, though? Would you, would you just biff off I'd Geordie? I'd get Geordie. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, jo- Geordie reminds me of an Englishman. What do you mean? Well, just village. <laughs> um, who would you go for? Who would you steal from? Really easy for me. Yeah. Really easy for me. I think I me. saw you writing it down. La Mape. Yeah. Strong. Just think of that Crusaders Just team. Just X factor in the midfield. But you also think you think you know he'd be coached well. Yeah, that's a bit of a dig. Um, <laughs> but he would be unstoppable in that he midfield. Be, yeah. You got Richie Mwanga. Yeah, or inside him. him. Ball. Yeah, and then you outside you. him. Good you outside him. Oh. And you'd probably would say, well, Crotty. Crotty would have. Crotty doesn't make mistakes, and that's quite good. Crotty's a really good player. Has been an amazing player for the Crusaders, but one area where I've been critical of them this year is they don't have, and it's not critical of them, it's not critical of him, it's just the way that they play. I would like to see them be more direct in the midfield to get over that gain line, to create a few more overlaps. And what we know when we spoke about folds a few weeks ago, I would like to see them create a few more of those. He doesn't have a big punch, does he? No. You know, he he doesn't necessarily run at the line hard and make, make the gain line. No, he often makes the game line, yeah, but he doesn't but get across the game line. Well, there you go, yeah. And often they're looking for holes rather than yeah. rather than brute, brute force, which I like about the Crusaders, but I just think when it comes to big, big matches, yeah. sometimes what you just want to do is say, listen, we need to have guaranteed go forward. And I don't think the Crusaders have guaranteed go Maybe forward. quick ball too, wouldn't it? Might, we're going to go one better. What about if you could have any player... And you can't steal my player, I'm Tony. pretty sure we're both. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, from any team in the world. So anywhere in the world you can have another player. Who would it be? Izzy Flower. Oh, that's mine. You knew that as <laughs> I, well. Although I did say Masarewa, didn't I? <laughs> do you know what? I'd go for Ben Smith. Okay, I'd bring yeah. bring Ben Smith in, get rid of Geordie. Oh, that's a good shout, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. That is a good shout. Is that just because I've picked... Mind you, you have said that that you do believe that Ben Smith's better than Falau. Yeah, I do. And I, I, I just said that because you told me not to. <laughs> and I saw you write it down. <laughs> so you'd go Izzy Falau, right? Without Without question. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, you just imagine La Mape, Izzy Falau yeah. at the back, and the rest of the Crusaders team. Yeah. I mean, where's a weakness there? There, there isn't a weakness. What about Fords? Who would you steal in the Ford pack? I don't think Argentinian Ford. Well, Matera. Yeah, Matera. That's a great. But, you, but but would you? Who would you swap them with? Well, who's at number six for the um, the uh, current? I just I just hurricanes would, for the hurricanes. Yeah. Well, that's your teammate. Exactly. No one. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. 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 So you swap them in there, and you'd yeah. still have Severe on the um, open side. Yeah. I mean, for, for for the Crusaders, I, I just don't think we've got a weakness there. So, you know, I want biggest bang for my buck. You don't have a weakness, weakness there. Weakness there. Who's, uh, who do well, you... Well, you've got a, a wealth, wealth of riches, don't six? you? 
you've got a wealth of riches because you've got you, you're not answering my question well, take your pick they, they, your <laughs> they don't have a set <laughs> you six. don't know eh? <laughs> they don't have a set six because Scotty Barrett plays there often yeah Scotty Barrett plays there often yeah so therefore you know do you need to have that and then my answer is no no so you know they, they change that position every week here's a new one for you what about in the world ever the world ever for me ever any team ever it has to be Lomu oh I just think <laughs> yeah. I mean actually don't get me wrong there's probably there's probably players which would be better suited to play in Canterbury but you just couldn't say no to Lomu no no Christian Cullen would be a good one for you the only reason why I'd say Christian Cullen over Lomu is because obviously Lomu had a very limited um, set of skills. He did have a very limited set of skills, but also with his illness, he didn't yeah. actually play for that long. No. So if you look for longevity, Cullen was a good one for longevity. Yeah. But you definitely Lomu. Richie. Oh, Richie, that's yeah. it. But I already had, already had him, mate. Didn't he? He's already in my team, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> both of your picks are from my team. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, Just you know that that's that's the interesting thing, isn't it? When you look at teams from around the world, and we, we you know, the, no one from the northern hemisphere came to mind at all. No. Well, I did sort of. I Jason was Robinson's say, a good shout. Mm, no, but not for the not for the crusade or not for the um, hurricane. Sorry. No. You know we're sort of there. I was going to say um, Johnny Wilkinson, but no. But we got Bone Barrett. Yes, exactly. You know, uh, who could? Who else could you go for? You could. Uh, I mean, you're going going really, really far back. And yeah. You've got guys like Serge Blanco, who was amazing. You've got guys like <laughs> Gavin Henson. <laughs> Not. Um, <laughs> there just isn't that much. I mean, no. Brian O'Driscoll. People love yeah. Brian O'Driscoll, but I, I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think he. I'm not saying he wasn't. He was a great player. A very good player. But if you're picking someone from the world. You're not going to say Brian Driscoll or Lomu. You're going to go Lomu, oh. or you're going to go Cullen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of Australians. I mean, so Campisi was amazing. <clears throat> yeah. Tim Horan was excellent, but they're not a Lomu or no. a Cullen. Gitto's good though. But again, not a uh, Lomu yeah, or a Cullen, no, are they? No. So that's a great question. Yeah, that is, a isn't very it? Good I'm hoping our answers lived up to. It. But it's really interesting. If you guys we can put and that girls, on the Twitter. yeah. Pick a player. Let us know yeah. who would you have in your team yeah. if you could have any player Either X from Factor, the safe, history. Yeah, anyone. I'm I'm actually now still thinking. Yeah, so am I. Still bad. thinking. I'm not even going to make a note of that. Twitter, Twitter. Yeah, put it on Twitter. Yeah. Mate. Anyway, we are going to next review the quarterfinal matches that took place over the weekend. We are a day late, Tobes. Would you like to um, sort of tell everyone why we are a day late sending out this podcast? I was much too tired last night. Much too tired. Was there a possibility that you chose a date over the podcast? Wow, yeah. Yeah, I went on a date and uh, I I did meet her parents. Big moment, big moment. Scary. (laughs) We won't go any further. Up next is the review of the quarterfinal matches. So, mate, the first game, Crusaders-Highlanders. I thought it was going to be a lot closer than it really is. I think it was pretty close in reality. The first and half was close, but y- then the when, Crusaders just... Yeah, but you said it. You said when the yellow card came out, I did it was going to kill the game. It did. And I went to you, what, what did I say? No, it's not. No, it's not. And it did. <laughs> Again, you're right. Yeah. The yellow card definitely killed the game. I thought that it was a really, really tight game. But I mean, was it 14, 14? 38. No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. 17, yeah, 17 14. At half time. At half time, I right. think, yeah. So I felt with this game that if you were to write what was going to happen before it happened, you would have said it would have been tight till half time. Yeah. And then you would have said that the Crusaders would have pulled away. Things I liked, uh, Richie Mwanga oh, was, fantastic was amazing again. Yeah. And just think, he didn't start the season that well, Richie Mwanga. His kicking. His kicking was terrible at the start of the year. Exactly. And then it, it's just progressed into being really, really good. Ace, it'd be quite good to... That would be a great quiz question. Or even just to talk about, you know, who start, like what was the stats at the start of the season? To now. To now. 
who's you know, who's going it, which how way? How progressed? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that you should have thought about that. Maybe you have thought about that. Yeah, but We're now that I've out. told you, and I know you, you're going to bloody look it up and be like, uh, a. <laughs> twenty. He got twenty three points, mate. Richard yes. Moonga in that game, twenty three points. Yeah, that's a huge amount in reality. I think he got two tries. Yeah, two tries, five conversions, and a penalty. Yeah. Thought he played fantastic. Yeah. Thought he kicked. His open field kicking was really, really good. Directed his team well. Yeah. The only consider- concern to me was I'm not 100% convinced on the midfield yet again. I don't oh, think Crotty yeah. or Goodhue had a storming game. No, they didn't. But the no. Ford, Ford pack were great. You know, you, you've got... Fetu, Fetu Douglas and yeah. uh, Michael Alaalatoa when they came on. Yeah. Brilliant. Both very, very, played really well. Yeah, very, well, I think Michael. Scored, I think they well, both, both started. Tries. I think they both started. Oh, they? Yeah. So, David Harvilli. Mm, I'm. I'm still umming and ahhing about him. I think he does well, but he every game I've seen him play, he, he does makes, make some. He makes rookie errors. mistakes though. Yeah, sort of poor decisions. Yeah. yeah. More than anything else, non All Black decisions, should we say? Yeah. Um. Do you know who I thought was Highlanders? amazing? Who yeah. played well for the Highlanders? Jackson Hemapo. Oh, he had a great. He has to be in the All Blacks, doesn't he? He is for me, along with Scott Barrett, the inform second row. Yeah, I mean, you've obviously got to think about your line out, but if you think about in loose play, he would be good to come on though, off the bench. Oh yeah, you know, without question. Strong. They, they are both. They are both sort of real strike players, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They kind of guarantee and go forward ball. Hit like hit, a brick. Hit like bricks, yeah. Shame that he's going overseas. I know. For Where's the, he for going? The, for the Highlanders. He's going to Japan, I believe. Japan? Yeah, from memory. Mm. Uh, I might be wrong there, but I'm pretty sure he's going off to Japan. Fingers crossed he just does a maybe a year or two and then comes back. Yes. Because I can I see him in four more years' time. Because he's still young, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. De- as an absolute different. Yeah. I thought Josh I, uh, Yuani was he had a good game really good game. and we yeah. spoke about him and, and we said if he plays well they've got a chance I said he would play well he's just a good player yeah. he played well again but what the difference was in reality was the yellow card coming yeah. in yeah and was really, it a yellow card or do you think it was a penalty I think it was a yellow card yeah, I think it was a yellow card as well unfortunately and it's just the momentum that the Crusaders do get and they did even I mean Apart from the start, when the Highlanders were amazing and oh. they had the disallowed try, yeah, disallowed, disallowed try, disallowed. Yeah. disallowed try. I just felt that the Crusaders had them in the scrums, slightly in oh, the lineouts. Yeah, yeah. Apart from a couple of really they wayward looked, throws, even though the Crusaders went down early, they still looked safe, didn't they? They still looked like they were going to win the game. Yeah, and I think that's similar to some of the other games that we've seen this yes. weekend. That. Yeah. There was one team that was if Stronger they had team. hadn't have won, it would have been a real su- yeah. real surprise. Can I can I just ask you a question? You know, you know how um, he got sent off with the yellow card, yes. or he got yellow carded. What's the difference between that tackle and then the tackles that Owen Farrell did at the Autumn Internationals? Well, there isn't. Okay, and the I, only the, difference was the yellow card. Yeah, for the life of me, I still can't understand no. why there's any argument about the Owen Farrell tackles. No. Now, if you haven't seen those tackles, they were against the South Africa and then a and week Australia. later, yeah. Australia. And both of them... One should have been a penalty and potentially South Africa could have won the game with that kick. Yeah, nothing. And then the uh, Australians should have been a penalty try. Yes. And did he get it, anything? Nothing. It, nothing at all? Nothing at all. It was just a try-saving tackle. Ridiculous, isn't Sh- it? Shoulder barge, shoulder tackle. barge. No, no, no hands involved. I think one no. hand sort of slightly wow. sort of went around the corner, but not a lot no. was there. If we look at the key stats from this match, they are very, very tight. But when you look at the, you know, we talk about obviously tries five to two, yeah, clean, position, clean breaks, clean breaks, eight to four. But yet again, look at the turnovers one, yeah. 13 to 7, and we've linked that this year to say that yeah. is such a key part of winning games, getting turnover. And it wasn't the case. Two years ago, you couldn't get turnover ball because of the way the referees refed No, it. that's right. And the way the players yeah. weren't up to date, weren't up to speed with the yeah. new rules. Whereas now, this year, it's great seeing players turning over balls. It is. 
and sometimes they go from ruck to ruck. One team will turn it yeah. over, and, and the next team will win it yeah. back, which it is, is absolutely good fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and missed tackles, fifteen to eighteen. A lot of missed tackles from both teams, though. A lot of missed tackles from both. I just think they they both threw the ball around. Yeah, they did. They both they played, played with, super rugby, didn't they? They did. Yeah. Next up, mate. Right. This this. We I really was looking forward to this game. Up, you talked up, and it, to be fair, first half was a gritty game, wasn't it? It wasn't. It wasn't like the Crusaders Highlanders. I think the th- real surprise for me was I thought the Chiefs were going to be like up for this game massively. Like you're just going to notice that they were really up for yeah. it. They weren't. No. Travel, they came maybe. out of that changing rooms. And they did not look Lack at the time. Though. And I think I said to you at the time, I said, oh, crikey. Yeah. They don't really look up for They'd it. come out slow. And then the Haguares, they came out with real... Was I mean, it 46 seconds, first try? Yeah. Can I, can we, it was um, 21-16 to the um, Haguares. And like you say, they just started... Like on an absolute fire. steam train, didn't they? When I, yeah, they came from they came from deep, hitting onto the ball, yeah. getting easy yards. It was almost like and the, being the, so aggressive at the breakdown. Yeah, and the Chiefs were like, "I have no idea yeah. what to do on the back foot." And I was like, "Wow, this is going to be real." And then the Chiefs came back into they it. They did, yeah. A, a couple of things for me: Debrasini, Debrasini was exceptionally good, and I. If there's a player who, you know how when you're young and you have player of the season and you have most improved. Yeah, he would be most improved. He'd be most improved player. Yeah. I got most improved and I got, I think I got a voucher for $100 for the warehouse. Oh, mate. <laughs> Where everyone gets a bargain. Everyone gets a bargain. <laughs> and I bought a remote control car. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good amount of money, yeah. isn't it? For a young yeah. riffer snapper. I was 10 years old, mate. Jeez, that, that's a lot of Christmas money right know, there, isn't I it? I thought he was he amazing. Well. Sam Kane was world-class again. How good is he looking at the moment? R- I'm, really I'm gutted good. that we don't get to see him for another couple of games. Yeah. Because be, he's only just come back, and it would be good for him as well to actually play some more games before getting into international. Because he probably sure he'll he, slot right in. But he'll probably need that rest now. His yeah. body must be, like, shocked how how hard he's got to work. I thought the Jags started, the Haguari started really well. Yeah. The Chiefs were asleep. I've written here, Chiefs missed their chance. And for me, the link was when Debrasini went off injured, they didn't score another point, No, the Chiefs. And and they didn't really look like scoring no. another point. Who came on? McKenzie. M- Marty McKenzie. Yeah, and he? I just, they kind of felt like they were, it looked like they were rudderless. Yeah. They looked like with Debrasini, they he makes everything look easy, Debrasini. He looks very calm. Very and calm. And I think he's he one kicks well. One for the fu- got a huge toe, but he's one for the Chiefs' future, isn't he? Hugely. You know, Aaron Cruden's gone. And that would mean if Debrasini slots in at ten, mm. who goes back to fullback? Yeah, Damien McKenzie. Oh. And we've already spotted that as we currently speak. They're the they're the squad who's going to be a squad again next year. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah. So you know, there's no one leaving. No one leaving. No one leaving. And, and if they, they bring can only in a couple, in, it's going to bolster their squad, though, isn't it? Yeah. And that, they've got a good Masarewa. Oh, well, he did play for the Waikato, didn't he? He's a Waikato. Well, I, I think wherever know. he goes, he's going to be loved. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I would say the Haguares deserve to win it. The Chiefs could have won it. But I do think the right team won on the day. I agree. And the stats, although they say a lot of things that go in favour of the Chiefs, turnovers conceded, and this is the big one, where the Chiefs really lost out. 21 turnovers conceded. And that's where they lost the game. And they yeah. lost that in the second half. I reckon if there was turnovers conceded... In that last 20 minutes almost. Oh, they hardly <laughs> had the ball. Yeah. And the Haguares did incredibly, incredibly well. And I don't think the Haguaris had any one player, apart from maybe Matera, who played out of their skin. They no, just they played just... really well, all of them. Yeah. 13 ran with real. <laughs> My God, he ran with real real intent, didn't he? Real intent. Which is good. Right, next game. Uh, Hurricanes-Bulls, 35-28. Very close. Not, no. This game wasn't close. It, could, it was you close. So. No, the, the 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 Hurricanes never looked like losing. They could have lost, but they never really looked like losing. 
my criticism of the okay, these are the things I really liked about the Hurricanes. I thought that they've been getting better and better at controlling the game. They kicked for the posts at the right times. They kicked for the corners at the right times. They used their phases really, really nicely. My criticism of the Hurricanes is Lamape. I love Lamape. They but didn't use him at all. All over the place. No, no, but the thing, on Saturday, they did not use him at all. He was always the dummy runner. Now, was that a game plan? You know, they're expecting Lamape to get the ball. He does that a lot, though. He actually ends up on the wing. He is, ends up on the wing a lot. hiding? If you were to do a tracker does, of yeah. him, and you would look where a normal 12 would be, middle of the midfield. Yeah. He's never, never there. No. So you say that they never... Is he too unfit? No, he's not unfit. No, not at all. But he, he likes to... Maybe that they've said you can roam. Yeah. We want you to roam. We want you to pop up all over the place. I just think he's so good. So devastating. Why wouldn't you give him more ball in that midfield? Yeah. I just think it's because he's not there. Yeah. So we, we had a few tries. TJ, Ben Lamb, so. so Salisi? Rasay. Salisi? Yeah, Salisi. Rasi? Rasay, I think. Oh, geez, I can't even pronounce it. This is terrible. He came on for Wes Goosen after 15 minutes. That was a lovely try. And he actually played really, really powerfully the whole game. Yeah. That he came on. Yeah. And it's a shame because Wes Gilson looked look good he, when he was on. Yeah, good finisher. Bowden Barrett kicked a few penalties. Uh, but also Geordie Barrett was kicking off the tee for a bit. wonder why that happened. Because yeah. that possibly Bowden, that worries. Maybe Bowden was carrying a little bit of an injury. Yeah, a little bit of a niggle. I can't think of any other reason why Geordie uh, would have sort of slotted in no. there. And I know he has had a, an injury this year. Yeah. So fingers crossed it's not. But uh, do you know what? The player of the match... Okay. Hendrix. Hendrix? Oh, my God. Jesse he was Creel. A, no, Jesse, Jesse don't Creel. even go there. That's, <clears throat> I know we don't I, really like him. Know, but no, he, no, listen. No, 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 no you've just sworn. You've just sworn. Yeah. We try not to swear on this, and you've just gone and said Jesse Creel. Jesse Creel. Okay. We swear a lot. For him. We say England a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Creel <clears throat> did play well in this match. Okay. Well, that's what I mean. But. Are we talking about this match, aren't we? No, but no. Yes, no, we no. are. For him, he played well in this match. For a normal person, for a normal person, he still was awful. He makes terrible decisions, Jesse Krill. He created a good try. Okay, he created a good try. But Hendrix is almost my favourite player at Sin Super Rugby at the moment, apart from Masarewa. Matera? <laughs> and Marty Banks. Matera. <laughs> Marty Banks. When he came on. Absolutely amazing. He Marty came on. Reefed and lad. Love Ooh, him. He was village when he came on. But <clears throat> on a very, um, very, very serious note, he would be someone who I would be picking for my super rugby team right now would be Hendricks. He is unstoppable on the wing. Can I just say, Hendricks, when he he's the he's the bald fella, isn't he? On the yeah, wing. Yeah, the, the old guy on <coughs> yeah, the wing. I you know, I love the old guy did on the you, wing. Did age. you <laughs> like Master Ray when he's actually only twenty six or something? <laughs> we should look that up how old he is. Um Hendricks, when he he was one on one with Geordie Barrett Oh, he made him look silly. Jordy oh. <laughs> Barrett just, he, he literally dived with his head down, wasn't looking where he was tackling, and it was just sort and of... Ray RC, Ray RC, Ray RC. Ray RC, I've got it finally. Ray he also did the same thing to Ray RC. Yeah. I think he could do that to pretty much anyone. He He's just... He's strong, isn't he? He's got real long levers yeah. as well, a massive long fiend. Yeah. He's like, you know, a heavyweight boxer with that long reach. He's like... No, just he's hard to get down. Like a heavyweight boxer. <laughs> Village, uh, that was awful from you. The Hurricanes deserve <laughs> to win, though. I thought Pollard, for his last game with the Bulls, didn't have his best game no, either. He didn't, no. And he really he kicked well, though. Boy, he does always he kick does, well. though. Uh, but he, you, how did you think Dane Coles played? Oh, I love Dane Coles. Same. Love Dane Coles. And I interview with Dane Coles, just so impressive. Harry says in the interview, you know, it's not all about money. No. It's not all about going overseas and getting paid big money it's about playing with teams that you care about yeah i just thought that was so refreshing I but i hope that resonates with other players as well you know like <clears throat> other players need to sit down and listen to that and go he's he's spot on yeah i mean they get paid a good amount of money 
I think it is easy for him to say because he is getting paid for the All Blacks. He's probably one of the higher earners of the All Blacks. Yes, of course. But imagine him going overseas. Imagine him in France. How how much would he be fetching? You, you say that, but apparently that hooker slots they don't get to pay that much money because there's so many good hookers. That's the way that they perceived. Yeah, so they're not going to get. There aren't hookers like him who can play in the back line, pretty much. Eh? Yeah, very true. You see him on the wing. Very true. Next match, mate. What have you got? Uh, we have got the Brumbies versus the Sharks. Now, there was a point in this game where I was watching it and the Sharks had just scored a try and it, I think it was 18-13 and I was like, right, the Sharks are going to win this. They had possession for about five minutes and it was 100-0 to zero. and they, they actually looked really good but then the Brumbies got a sneaky try under the posts from their halfback and then they seemed to just run away with it. I have been they galloped, not... They <laughs> galloped away with it. <laughs> I have been a little bit scathing of the Brumbies. They're playing okay, though. But they're playing... They're playing all right. They're playing really good. i tell you who has been a big loss. You talk about six for the Crusaders. Yeah. And, and they don't have a six, the Crusaders. They don't. They, they change it every yeah, week. Yeah, they do, yeah. Okay. Pete Samu. Pete Samu, for those Brumbies, has been unbelievable this year. And I reckon at the was World playing, Cup... Was he playing eight? Last... Oh, yeah, for the, for the, for the Brumbies. Yeah, yeah. But, but last year, he, he was kind of filling in for the Crusaders. And he fell out with the Pete Crusaders because they wanted him to not play for Australia. Right, okay. I think they were eyeing him up to play for the for the New Zealand. Right. And he, he opted to play for Australia. And I think there was a bit of an issue there. He's been great. He's been amazing. Strong runner. Henry Spate's been very good. He's good, Yeah. Tom Banks and I, th- I, me- I got Tom Banks's name mixed up a few podcasts ago and said it was Tom English. It's not Tom Banks. I mean, I'm really impressed with this this guy. Really Is he impressed. Yeah, yeah. He has been Christian Le- Leofano kicking well. Good player. Good story as well. With the Very old, good story. Yeah. The old brain tumor, wasn't it? Was it brain cancer, tumor? I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant by back. brain tumor, mate. <laughs> Brain tumor doesn't have to be cancerous. All mate. right, all right. Come on, Doctor Harris. <laughs> hey, that sounds nice, doesn't it? <laughs> I just, I, a bit worried. I'm a bit worried if I'm the Crusaders and I make it through to the final. I'm a bit worried actually with either the Brumbies or the Hagawares. And I didn't think that. <clears throat> I would have said I don't mind playing the Brumbies. No. The only advantage we finding, have, they're finding they don't have any superstars. I mean, they've got superstars, but, you know, they don't... They have weaknesses. No. Everywhere they've got is safe. Yeah. Yeah, they've got no Not real... Not necessarily X-Factor, but just No, they don't have players. X-Factor, but we know as coaches how... X-Factor doesn't always let you win. Doesn't always. And, no. and I do think the their defensive structures are so strong. Yeah. And they are a little bit boring to watch at times. But that's because their structures are the n- number one thing yeah. because they don't have those X Factor players. But they're all singing off the same hymn sheet. They're all doing what they need to do. I and do love singing a good hymn. God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought when I'm watching, I'm thinking, crikey, I'm worried either the Brumbies or the Haguaros. Yeah. I think the Haguaros, if the Crusaders play them, they haven't played them this year. They're two teams that... Crusaders haven't played is the Sunwolves and the Haguares. Oh, really? So you know, first up, they haven't they haven't played them, so therefore they yeah. can't try and come up with game plans that they know will be effective. They'll be looking on other people's video. Could be interesting, but the stats here really really interesting stats was the Brumbies offloads seven to three turnovers conceded. So the the Sharks had twelve turnovers to nine. And look at the turnovers one, 10 again, to 4. Again, yeah. That's so, so important as we pick out every time. And then, you know, five tries to one. Five tries to one. And yeah, as you say, all of these games that we've seen so far were close at half time. But the quality teams do seem yeah, to just pull I was away. I say, the, the better team always seems to win in the end, don't they? Absolutely. Now, looking forward to this weekend, Tobes, we have got. <clears throat> The Haguares versus the Brumbies. Now the Haguares are at home. This is that's almost a final. These are both finals. Yeah, I, I mean, you wouldn't. I'm thinking Crusaders Hurricanes. You know, I hope they don't bring their A game. No, because if they do, 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if they play the, their players right. The Brumbies could upset the Haguaros. Yeah, they could. I don't think they are. I'll put the Haguaros to win and the Crusaders to win. Rugby forecast have put exactly the same as you. Right. But to make it interesting, oh, God. because I don't like being the same as you, I'm going to say this. I think it's 50-50 between the Haguaros and the Brumbies. And then you think the Hurricanes are going to win. And I think the Crusaders, the home field advantage yes. of the Crusaders will yeah. get them home. If I have to pick between the Haguaros and the Brumbies, I'm going to go for the Brumbies. Do okay. I really think the Brumbies are going to win? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you just want to be different. I think it's going to be so close that the home advantage will get the yeah. Jaguaros over the line. So I'm going to go for Brumbies, and of course I'm going to go for the Crusaders. But it's going to be a humdinger. Now, which game is going to be the best one to watch? Because we really felt that the Haguaros and Chief game was going to be the yeah. best one to watch, and it wasn't. What do you think here? I think the Crusaders and the Hurricanes will be the best game to watch because <clears throat> they're both very expensive teams. They both like naturally, playing. Naturally, naturally they both like playing, and they've got the players to do that. The reason why I feel the Brumbies have a really good chance of beating the Haguares is because of their defence. The Brumbies' defence is exceptional at the moment. Hmm. They have not lost a game. They're like the... They, these are the two informed teams. Yeah, the Haguaros and the Brumbies are, are they haven't the lost most a game and in, uh, you know since the Earth was created almost. Oh, no. That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be almost ten games, wouldn't it? Yes, I think it is something like ten yeah. games that they have both. You know, they both had a great run. Whereas the Crusaders and people are saying, you know, they're unstoppable. Oh, They've been stopped uh, many times. Yeah, this season they've yeah. they've be, they've had a few, few draws, losses, few draws. Yeah, one one loss and a number of draws. Let's just get that correct. <laughs> was it one? Was it only one loss? The Waratahs, I think. The uh, Waratahs beat them. Tars. What a day that was! It was an awful day, actually. It was just <laughs> after the uh, terrorist attacks. Is that I wipe your smile <laughs> off your face? <laughs> it wasn't good. No, so. What a, I mean, both of them are yeah. going to be... The Haguaros game is ridiculously early in the morning for us. <laughs> oh, it yeah. might have to be a recorded one, eh? Might have to be recorded. And the Crusaders-Hurricanes going to be fantastic. Up next, we're going to do a new little segment because we're obviously getting through these games a little bit quicker. And it's going to be, what do you think? Oh. So, Toby, on the So What Do You Think segment, we have to give very quick answers, or as quick as I can possibly be on my <laughs> responses, on some little questions or some topics. So, next year's Super Rugby Comp, what are your thoughts? It's going to be weaker, isn't it? And it ties in quite nicely to your uh, your next question. It's going to be weaker because the player's moving overseas. Because there's too many players. I'm saying here it's going to be a turning point. It could go either way. If they can if they can survive next year with the number of players that are going overseas, they can keep the crowds, they can get more crowds, then it's gonna be keep a good the crowds. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a good thing for tickets. Super Rugby. But it could easily go the other way yeah. and we might be scrapping around this time next year saying Super Rugby's dead. Because yeah. there have been a lot of people who have been saying Super Rugby's dead for the last five years. Yeah. But it's kept on going. But it's a turning point. Next question. Players moving overseas. Too many for my liking. We can't keep them. Not, none of none of the um, Super Rugby teams can keep them. You know, loads moving from South Africa, loads moving from New Zealand. Not too sure about the Australian teams. Yeah, there are a number there of big, num- big players yeah. moving from there. Is if that being one of them? Uh, but anyway. Yeah, but that was um, forced. <laughs> <laughs> I've put down here, New Zealand teams will be okay. We'll, I think we'll be stronger because of it next year. Aussie teams will really struggle because they don't have the young talent coming through. No. New Zealand have the young talent. They always do, always will. They have that schoolboy, awesome rugby competition. Yeah. They have the really, really strong uh, super rugby NPC set up. Mitre 10. Mitre 10 Cup. Yeah. And then the South Africans, big players are missing. Can yeah. they fill them? They've looked good this year, but can they fill them next year? Mm. Next question, Topes. USA rugby. Bloody excited. I'm excited to see how it actually goes. I'm excited to watch some games, but I'm really excited to see who they 
bring to the table, you know, which teams bring in superstars and who are those superstars? It's really interesting. We had a a fantastic uh, listener come back to us on a question. They are privatized, the USA. Yeah, but they're privatized by shareholders. So the sh- they don't actually own the clubs. No. They, they pay shares in so that they share in the salaries and whatnot. If they can bring in some big names, it'll make a real big difference. But I watched the final. I watched the final of that competition. I, I saw, I, I didn't watch it, but I saw a thing on, on the Facebook yeah. of who won because they won back to back, didn't they? Yeah. It was not the greatest game of rugby to watch. It was not. The skill level wasn't there. No. So they've got a long way to go. But it was exciting, and there were some big hits. Really? Yeah, and the, old, the, the, the replays were all about the big hits. <laughs> they were absolutely loving it. The crowd was loving it. Yeah, it was there a was nice, a big crowd, wasn't there? Yeah, it was a nice sort of, you know, small stadium, but, a, yeah. but, but the crowd were loving it. So bigger and bigger. It'll get bigger and bigger. If the checkbooks get bigger, yeah. the players and the skill level will improve. And it's a it's a, the beast is awakening. Yes, agreed. Referees, you know my view on referees. And <clears throat> on Saturday with the Chiefs game, I didn't like it. I didn't like it, especially with the Super Rugby. You know, you mentioned about the World Rugby is a bit different, and I think Sansar needs to take a leaf out of their book or a page out of their book. And I know I've, I know I've gone on about this a lot. But I, I really feel quite strongly about it. Take away the video ref. Give it to the captains. Say, listen, if you've got a Give problem, them a choice. If you if you've got a problem with yeah. the referee's decision, you've got some. You can refer it. Yeah, hockey have it now. Um, tennis, I mean, everyone tennis has it. have it. Everyone has yeah. it. And I just think it's more exciting for everyone concerned. And I just think also it is a bit more respect to the referee. You respect the referee's yeah, decision. Cricket's got it. Unless you really yeah. feel strongly that the team has done something wrong and you've got evidence to say it does and you can you really feel that it'll back it up but on that TV. Also, you know, that you're also you're looking back at your team and going, Do you think you've made a mistake? And then Do you, know, you think you got the ball down yes. over the line? And they can be like, I'm not sure, then then you wouldn't go for it. That's right. And then you're like, No, I've definitely put it down. Have you definitely. come around? Have you come around to my idea then, Toves? I I can't remember you. No. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I also think they do need to rethink. I agree with you that you just don't need to have the question over home referees. It just shouldn't be an issue. No, it should, even if the referee is amazing and not biased, it just shouldn't be there. It doesn't need to be there no. either. It doesn't no. need to be there. More teams or less teams? Now I think the amount of teams at the moment is good, but I I think maybe in future there could be another Argentinian team. I would love to see an Argentinian team. I'm sad to see the Sunwolves go. Yes, of course. I have yeah. no idea why they're going. Yeah. I think it would have been great if the Sunwolves stayed and the Argentinians brought another team. Yeah. I would love to see if they can back up next year. If they the can Argus. have two mm, real... Especially after the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, if they can back <laughs> it up next year, then I think they need to go to two teams. Do we know how many Argentinians are leaving this year? Not many. Not many. Not Matera's leaving, which is a huge one. Where's he going? We've already covered this in the past. He's going to Power or, yeah, Po. Po, yeah. Stade Francais or something. He's going to France. Right. He's definitely going to France. Money. The Australian teams are talking about the fact that, oh, they might go down to to Mm. one less side, but they need to keep their teams. Well, it's tradition, isn't it? You know, those the teams that they've got now are the old boys. It's an elitist sport in Australia. It really is an elitist sport. You pretty much have and to go to sh- private they shun, school. They sh- but the thing is that they shun the loser, don't they? You know, like you're saying, <clears throat> oh, they think we need to go down to three teams because one didn't do so well this year. Yeah. You know, imagine if we did that. Uh, the Blues didn't do so well. The Blues have been there since the bloody start. Absolutely, yeah. So they've got to keep their teams. I would say more teams is better. I do agree with you. It's been a nice competition this year yeah. with this number. And, and maybe then with the Sunwolves going, you can say, well, come on, you know, Argentina, you can put another team yeah. out. And I think they do really, really well. Might st- and a local derby there, imagine that. 
Imagine a local derby in Argentina. The crowds would be immense. Yeah, it would be amazing, wouldn't it? It would be amazing. Anyway, that is the so what do you think? Section. Hopefully I that the like listeners that enjoyed actually. it, yeah. How long did it take you to think of that? Yeah, about two seconds, mate. Oh, two I seconds. Bet you went on the internet. Good things to talk about. <laughs> it wouldn't have taken. It would have taken you a lot longer to type. Right, because I would have, I would have spelt it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next next up, we are going to do the quiz, and there's not many weeks left, so we are going to have a Bobby Dazzler of a quiz this time. Yeah. So, mate, we've got the quiz now. Whose turn is it to go first? I'm going to say yours, mate, because you did start the show off absolutely <laughs> yeah, so shockingly. Good. So good. Now, mine is on physiques. <laughs> yeah, I'm fat. <laughs> no, I know that. Okay, so my first question is... Physiques? I mean, yeah, where are you listen. going with physiques? Just listen, just listen. Who is the tallest player in Super Rugby? Is it Brody Retallick? He's a South African dude. Go on. R.G. Stanman. Go on. Or not Stanman. It's like Stamen. Yeah. Ruan Botha or Rory Arnold? So the Stamen guy is yep. the Bulls guy with long white hair, isn't he? Yes. That's him, eh? That's him, eh? That's the guy that you're referring to. Yeah, that, that's B, isn't it? That's, Yes. Let's be. Would you like him? R.G. Sandman or something. <laughs> Sandman. Now you've gone, well, who's the last one you went for? What was Ruan it? Like? Bo- oh, Rory Arnold. Rory, who's he? <laughs> no <laughs> I idea. Think, <laughs> I think he, play, he plays for, I think he might, he plays in um, uh, Australia anyway. Okay. Well, I don't know him. Okay. But I, I was very impressed. With that big South African yeah, man huge, monster, mate. he's huge. So I'm gonna, but you, but now that you're saying that, I don't think it's him. I don't think it's him. So okay. I'm not gonna go for him. So there's Brody Retallick <clears throat> or Ruan Botha. Well, well, there's, there's the last guy as well, D. Rory Arnold. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea who Rory Arnold is. So the only reason why you would have put him in is because you, you you'll know him when you see him. You'll know him. Damn, I, I'm going to go for my first instinct, even though I think it's wrong. It's going to be B. So, uh, the R.G. Salmon. Yeah. I, I'm definitely pronouncing his name wrong. The big the big guy with the long hair. Yeah. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> so, he is at 207 centimetres. Yeah. Brody Retallick is 204. Yeah. Ruan Botha is 204. But oh, Rory Arnold. Yeah, here we go. Rory two, Arnold. Because no, 208. Because everyone knows who Rory Arnold is. Honestly, exactly what I thought. When you see him, you'll you'll know who he is. Well, because he's two two metres and eight centimetres. He's yeah. huge. I really enjoyed that question. Thanks for that. It was really nice that there was one centimetre between them as well. As if. Would, would it have mattered if it was one centimetre or ten metres? Well, because well, I would have looked at him on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> he's so out of place. Wow, he can touch the top of the posts. <laughs> and I mean, like, geez, he's dull. <laughs> One centimetre. Oh. oh, right, okay, here we go. How many referees? Oh. My, my, What's your my, theme? My theme is referees. Oh, for God. Very topical because of all the complaints we've had about the referees this season. How many referees are contracted to Super Rugby? So they've got a full-time Super Rugby contract. It does not include <clears throat> the support touchies. So, okay, the, the main uh, referees. The main referees. How many of them are contracted? Okay. So, is it A ten, B twelve, C fifteen, or D eighteen? Now, to help you out, I actually did mention this on one of the other podcasts. Did you? Yes, I did. Uh huh. That's frustrating because I never <laughs> listened to them. <laughs> Initially, I thought 10. <laughs> yeah, that face. that face. I hate that face. Um, because I don't think there's that. There's actually that many. You know, and then the touch, some of the main ones do uh, touchies every now and then. Mm-hmm. What was the other one? 12? 12, 15, and 18. Yeah, but then you'll be like, oh, no, it's quite high. I bet you if I get the right answer, you'll go, no, it's different. Because <laughs> you'll like that. No, I won't. <laughs> Um, I could go 12, 
You could go 12. Yeah. You could go 15 I or 18 could go as well. 15 or 18, yeah. Maybe, maybe oh, you should. This is such a tough one. Maybe you should. I'm going to go 12. You can go 12. So you did think 10 for a start. But oh, but t- I might go 10 now. Well, which one do you want? Final answer. I'll go 10. You go 10? Yeah. You're wrong. Is it 12? <laughs> no. It's 15. Is it 15? Three, five pods of three. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. I yeah, do you remember that, that now? Yeah. 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 Uh, but they do have those extra touches that come in that, you know, are of a lower yeah. grade that they just use for touches. But those, they try, they've tried to work together as much as possible to try and give them that understanding yeah. of, of together and how, they, and how they get on. Has it worked? I think because they're trying to work them together, hence why there's lots of home referees, yeah. which hasn't really been helpful. No. No. But to be honest, it shouldn't really matter. They shouldn't need to work in pods of three. No, I don't think they do either. I don't think they do. No. Your next anyway, question for my me. next question. Woo-hoo. Who's the shortest player in Super Rugby? <laughs> Is it? Let me just let me just have a punt. Okay. Before we start, okay. it's going to be scrum half. It's going to be the Australian scrum half for the Reds. But go on. What's his name? I can't remember. Okay. I'll remember it when you mention it. I We've think. got Will Guinea. No. Brad Weber? Don't think so. Sergal Peterson? Mm. Or Jamie Booth? I think Jamie Booth's the Reds. I think Jamie Booth's the Reds scrum half. But then the, the South African, he's short, eh? <laughs> he's short. I mean, I've got the numbers here, I know. Well, ha- ha- listen, just just tell no, us. No, no, no just no. tell us. What's the difference between the, the highest person? Three centimetres. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Jamie Booth. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Yeah. So he's 171. Wow. Peterson is 172. <laughs> Weber is 172. And then Guinea is 174. Oh, he's tall, isn't he? Uh, he's a skyscraper. <laughs> but then if you look at the difference between Jamie Booth and Rory Arnold, you know, it's it's... 171 oh, yeah, to 200. Do you know what? I, I reckon I could tell the difference between those two. Yeah, go on. Can you? You're a maths teacher. I, mean, I, I, I could look at them and work go, geez, he's taller, eh? He's two, he's next, two foot tall. Next, I was going to give you a nice, easy question. But you're not going to. But I'm not going to now. No, of course you're not. You never were going I to. Was, I was. I was genuinely going to give you a nice, easy question that I, that I thought you'd really know the answer to this. Okay. But I'm not going to give it to you now. Damn it. That's okay. poor sportsmanship. Well, that's the way it is, mate. I'll give it to you if I'll give it to you at the end. Okay. Out of the fifteen, because you've now know there's fifteen, not ten or twelve. Yeah. Referees, Super Rugby referees. How many used to play professional rugby? Now, professional rugby over high level. All right. So professional, they got yeah. paid to play rugby. Okay. Is it one, two, three, or four? Uh, so I know there's one, Glenn Jackson. Okay. I know he's one. I believe there's another Kiwi that played. <laughs> I think there's another Kiwi. I'm going to go three. You know three? Yeah, I'm going three. You're right and you're wrong. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm giving that a tick then. So it's you are right. It's three. Okay. But it's not well, another Kiwi. Oh, okay. So not right. another Kiwi, no. No. So you've actually got two Aussies. Right, okay. Okay, two Aussies. I think it's Damien Murphy. He actually played in the Sevens team. Played oh, for Australian he? Sevens, yeah. Oh. You've got uh, Nick Berry, who played for the Queensland Reds. Okay. Russing, uh, 92, 92. London Wasps. And you've got Glenn Jackson, which I yeah. think you knew about. Yeah. But no, uh, there's a none. Uh, there's there a none, another bloke. There's a couple of others who have played but at a good played, level. Yeah, they might have played like might have ten MPC level, but not professional. Yeah. Southern, I think. Semi professional. One of the one of the New Zealanders played for Southern yeah. Club. Okay. But not professional, or you know, maybe semi professional in, in yeah. the cargo. So you got one right, mate. Excellent. So it's one all. It's one all. Going into the last question, I can't wait. <clears throat> Who's the heaviest? This is who's the heaviest, and there's half a kg in between top and bottom. Who is the heaviest <laughs> Super Rugby player? 
Toby Smith. Jeffrey no. <laughs> Jeffrey Tumanga Allen. Alan Alatoa or Michael Alatoa? Or Ella Alatoa? <clears throat> well, it's it's got to be now, it's got to be I've, A. It's got to be A because I don't have a clue who he is. So you know, the, often with you, you you were oh, who are the fattiest the ones, and so you bang a few names in, and then great first name to be fair, right? Eh? It's got to be, yeah. So you think Toby Smith? Who's he play for? He plays for the Hurricanes. He plays for the Hurricanes. Yeah. Oh no, they've got a small pack. <clears throat> they've got a small pack. He played well actually. It can't be him then. I don't think it's him then. So who are the other ones? Tumang Allen. Nah, definitely not. 100% not. Michael Ala Alatoa or Alan Ala Alatoa? I think Alan Ala Alatoa is right. No, I'm I'm going to go for my first choice. It's A. Toby Smith? Yeah. You're wrong. He's 115 kilos. Yeah, I shouldn't have gone with that, eh? Tumanga Allen is 125. Yeah. Alan Alatoa is 125, and then Michael Alatoa, yeah. or Ala Alatoa, is 135. Yeah. Oh, damn it! He's a huge man. He's a huge man. Now, I could win this. This could be one of only a few. But okay. I bet you I won't, because you're going to make it ridiculous. No, how many, no. How many hairs Listen, on, don't on even... Ben Smith's... Noggin. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you have asked some ridiculous questions tonight. I've actually asked quite good ones. No, you haven't. Like normal. Which of these referees will not be at the World Cup? Oh, for God. I don't even know their name. I Glenn Jackson. Right, so here we go. I'm going to give you the names. Don't worry. Is it A, Jaco Piper? Is it B, Angus Gardner? Is it C, Glenn Jackson? Or is it D, Ben O'Keefe? Which of that lot will not be? And you might notice I've not gone for referees that you won't know. Because I could have. Is this the one that you said, oh, he might have a good chance at getting? No, there's another one. Okay. This is this is, this is is equally as good, I think. Okay. So let me go through this again. Is Jaco Piper being I think missed he, out? I think he'll is, be there. Is Angus Gardner being I missed think out? definitely he'll be there. Glenn Jackson or Ben O'Keefe? Glenn Jackson. I think Ben O'Keefe won't be there. Final answer? Yeah. You're wrong. Okay. Glenn Jackson, mate, got oh, snobbed. Really? Glenn Jackson, 2018, was named New Zealand Referee of the Year. So why did he get snobbed? Well, they obviously don't think he's very good. Wow. Wow. I actually I actually think Ben O'Keefe is not a bad referee, but he's not brilliant. He ben O'Keefe is a young New Zealander. Right. Paul Williams, another young New Zealander, is both going. And Glenn Jackson's being dropped out. Wow. So that's just... And he's actually said, I'll do another year refereeing and, and then I might go off and, and coach. Yeah. Or coach referees rather oh, okay. than actually referee. Who was the... Who, there was a, a good, very good referee, Kiwi bloke, and then he became like the world referee fella. I can't remember his name. He had a bald head. Oh, yes. Um, um, I think it's Paddy... Paddy something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure of his last name. Yeah. No, he was a very good referee, and he was in charge of all the referees, yes. wasn't he? Yeah. That'll be interesting to see who takes over that role yeah. in future. But it was one all, mate. One all. <clears throat> I, think you've won, I think you've beaten me once before. Well, that was a fantastic day. Can we have a little poll here? Cal- who thinks I've it was fair it, out of... I've marked it on the calendar. Shall I give you the... the yes. See if you got this one correct. Okay. Which out of the Super Rugby... Super Rugby... 15... Out of the 15 Super Rugby referees, which has the most Super Rugby caps? Is it Glenn Jackson, Angus Gardner, Yako Piper, or Ben O'Keefe? Yako Piper. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Easy, eh? Yeah. How, can you tell me numbers? Yeah, I can tell you numbers. So he's got 95 Yako Piper. Wow. The next one to him is Glenn Jackson, 77. Okay. And Glenn, Glenn Jackson's had 31 test matches. Angus Gardner is 62 Super Rugby matches, 19 test matches. And Ben O'Keefe is 36 Super Rugby matches and 13 test matches. So Yako Piper. And yeah. I really like him as a ref. So do I. I think he's a great, he's fair, great referee. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't always get them right. Doesn't no. always get them right. Um, but I like... Um, he's like Nigel Owens. I think yeah. he talks to players. 
They know what they're yeah. doing. It's a fair contest on the ground. Yeah. And he'll, he'll also put his hand up if he's wrong. Yeah, definitely. But that is it, mate. God, the quarterfinals have been yeah. and gone. Another week. Finals next week. Oh, they're going to be good, aren't they? They are going to be fantastic. They're going to be close. And we did reach our 5,000 downloads did. last week. So thank you all very much. And we will be doing that special sometime yes. this week. So look yeah. out for that. But thank you all very much for listening. Yeah. Ways that they can support the channel would be to go to YouTube, press that like, subscribe yeah. button. Follow uh, us on the Twitter. Follow us on the Twitter. Yeah. Follow us on whatever platform leave you listen comments, to. Leave comments. Yeah, leave comments. Because this works well when you give us questions. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, until next week, it's been a pleasure. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.